In Nefesh HaChayim, we began to discuss the concept of Mokoy Mishalayla. The Rakhash Baruch has given the description that he's the Mokom, the place. And he asked, why is that the description for Russia? So the Nefesh HaChayim said that on a simple level, a place is what holds up what's on it. The bookcase holds up the Sefer. Without that, the Sefer would fall. And if that's the case, in a similar way, Hashem holds up the world. Without that, the world would fall. It's not completely the same, because when you're talking about something which provides a place, a setting, then it's coming from the outside, and it's giving it, its, so to speak, its stability, its kiyum from without. Whereas the Qiyas Rakadish Baruch gives is from inside. It's in the Shama, it's the life within everything. Which causes its cure. But even though that's the simple explanation, Nefesh Chaim tells us that's not a just a description, not a good enough connection to the concept. Because in both of those cases, whether it's something which is being supported, upheld by what's without, or something which has been given life from a force within, in either case, there is the something. There is the object which is being given kiyum by what's holding it. Or alternatively, there is the person, the individual, who is given life. And therefore we see the individual as something which is kayam. He can be given life, the life can be taken away, but then he still exists, even if it's only as a dead body. And that's also a mistake. Because as Nefesh Chaim explains to us in the beginning of Perak Base, there isn't existence on any level without Hashem. It's not that something exists and Hashem comes to give it life. There isn't existence. Hashem is the source of existence. And therefore, he says in Perak Base, Amnon Pnimis Inyan Makemishlaira. Or Inyan Gadol Moit. The depths of this concept. That Hashem is the mockum of the world is something deeper. That which Hashem has been given the term, the description, as the mockum of the world, there's no comparison between that and the idea of a place which can hold what's in the place. Why? Because in the case we're talking about something which is being maintained, which is being supported, then In that case, the existence of the Kli on its own, there is, without withholding it up. And then, what's holding it up just prevents it from breaking, from shattering. When you have, like we said, this, the bookcase, so that's not creating this for it's just holding them up. They don't fall and break. That is far from existing independently. Then we're talking about a person. Then we're talking about a person surviving with the neshama being alive because the neshama Hashem gave him. Then in a case like that, the person's body exists. 
It doesn't disintegrate when the Neshama leaves it. And therefore that's not a good enough description. When we're talking about the universe, then where Hashem created, the very fact that they exist every second is only because of Hashem. If there would ever be a millisecond that the Hashem's Ratzin wouldn't be wanting to maintain the entire universe and everything within them, it wouldn't just be that they would die. They wouldn't be. They wouldn't be. The fact that they are, the fact that anything is, existence completely is only a result of Hashem's Ratzin. And without Hashem's Ratzin, then there wouldn't be that existence. Now, we can understand the words. But Nevesh Chaim tells us, It's not within the ability of anything which is being created, however great that creation is. Even the highest, the most spiritual creation that there is, it's not possible for them to comprehend what this means. That existence is only there when HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants it to be there. And without that, there would be no existence. How everything which there is really doesn't exist. And therefore he says, since it's not within the ability of the Nibra to understand this, and that and just their existence every second is because of Hashem's willing them to exist. That's why Kodesh Baruch Hu uses, is, is the Chazal used the term to describe Kodesh Baruch Hu as the Makkah. Now this needs explanation. Firstly, it needs explanation. Why can't a Nivra? relates to HaKadosh Baruch Hu as creating him every second and that every second, so to speak, he needs to be recreated. So we can understand this on a simple level, on a physical level. We can also understand it on a, on a very deep level. Let's explore the physical, simpler level first. And that is, when we, as creations, look at the world around us, which is created. Whether it's the heavens, whether it's the earth, whether it's any of the objects which we see around us, they're all created. And when we look at the creation, naturally we see it as something which exists. It's existed before, and it looks like something constant. We don't see it changing in any way. We look at the mountains. We look at inanimate rock. We don't see it changing from one second to the next. It's been there since Maya Zabiratius and we can't see any reason why anything is going to change. And therefore, when we look at the Nivra, something which is created, we see that once it's been created, it now has existence. Of course, we realize and we understand that Hashem created everything. 
But the way it's looked at is once it's been created, it exists, it lasts. Nothing happens to it. Whereas, when it comes to life, then people understand and people know that it's something which is constant. It has to be given constantly. Because it's something we see changing. In order to live, a person's heart has to beat. He has to breathe. And therefore, it's something which has to keep happening. There has to be the next heartbeat, the next heartbeat, the next heartbeat. And without that, a person wouldn't live anymore. It's the only person to keep breathing. Without that, a person would stop living. And therefore, when it comes to the concept of life that Hashem provides, so the way we can understand it, we see it also, is something which is always in the constant. A person can't live from the past. It's a force which is constantly present. So there we can relate to the idea of HaKadosh Baruch Hu giving life every second. Because we see it as something temporary, something which needs certain factors to keep happening right now, again and again and again, for a person to live. And therefore in that way we can relate to Hashem also as the one who's giving life the whole time. Whereas when it comes to, not the life, but the, so to speak, the objects Hashem created, whether it's the heaven and earth themselves, whether it's the expanse of the universe, even when it's the human being. So in the object Hashem created, we don't see that change. We see people, we see animals, we see trees, we see mountains, we see the world. And there it's something which seems to last for a long time. We don't see the physical change, which something which any different today from yesterday, from a hundred years ago. And therefore, a never sees it naturally as something which exists. It was, it was created, but rather we understand that it came from Hashem, but it looks to us as something which now exists on its own, and that's the mistake. That's the mistake, because even though it looks like that to us, the reality is it's not like that. And like I said, the first way to understand this is something which science itself has explored and discovered. There's no inanimate object, which is just being. Everything. There's a force of energy which is maintaining its existence. And when we are able to explore the world to the level of atoms, and we can see then that even things which look like inanimate mountain, stone, are really made up of innumerable atoms and what's binding them together and what's therefore maintaining the, any object in the world is the non-stop force of energy which is the core force which is holding the atoms together. Everything is like that. Everything isn't just which we see around us is not something inanimate which is created and doesn't move. We might not see that movement, but we can discover everything is made up of a constant source of energy, which is holding it together. We don't see things on the microscopic, atomic level, but if we understand the principle and we look at things, it looks to us like something solid, something unbendable, something lasting, but it's not the case. 
everything is a force of energy which is holding it together every single second. And if whatever reason those protons will stop spinning for a millisecond, then whatever the object is which is made up of all those atoms will disintegrate. Exactly what Nebuchadnezzar Chaim says, it will become the Ein Ve'efes. It wouldn't die, it wouldn't be. And therefore, on, this, on this, the simple scientific level, we can see that even though there is that force which HaKadosh Baruch Hu is giving the whole time to keep everything in the creation together, every single second, as a never we don't see that. Because we see things as not changing, as remaining the same, as having existence. And therefore, it's hard for us to relate to everything around us as being something which is being given that existence every single second. But that's in the simple level. That's called the scientific level. Really, there's a much deeper level here too to understand. So I'm repeating what I heard from Mayavi Rabbi Ramesha Shapiro Zechon and Nebracha. There's a Chazal which is well known. And Chazal say, Mitchila Olav Machshava, Libra Sa'olav Amina Sadim. Originally, when HaKadosh Baruch Hu intended to create the world, it was with Mila Sadim. He saw that the world wouldn't continue. And therefore, What's the concept? That because of Din, not the world would be Chayev, or the world would, would, wouldn't, would die, but the world wouldn't continue. So the Yisrael is like this. If the world being judged means that if every second there has to be a Ratzna Vakadosh Baruch to keep, so to speak, to continue the universe, the creation, for another second, then that's something which every second is a Din. Is that next second deserved? And now is the next second deserved? And now is the next second deserved? And therefore, if Hashem is looking to create the world within, there's never kiyum. Kiyum means something which continues, something which lasts. There's never kiyum. Because every decision of Hashem to keep the world in existence is another decision. And each decision is only for one millisecond. And then in the next decision. And then the next decision. And therefore, the cube of each decision is for this second. And in a second time, there will be another decision. For the next second. Because every time that HaKadosh Baruch Hu needs to, so to speak, keep the world in existence, then I'll be made a sudden. That's a decision. If you want to something similar to this, which we can relate to, we think about Rosh Hashanah. For a person who's a Miami, he comes to Rosh Hashanah knowing that Hashem is now deciding who's going to be recreated in the following year. And yes, what was in the past year, was. And we don't see the difference, it's true. But we know that it comes to Rosh Hashanah, everyone's being judged. And the fact that until now a person was alive isn't a given he's going to be alive in the future. It has to be decided. There's a din about that. And we come to Rosh Hashanah facing that then. Knowing that Hashem is now deciding what's going to be in the year ahead of us. Now we can deal with that on a once a year basis in Rosh Hashanah. Imagine if that din wasn't just every day, 
But every second. The second that's passed has passed. And now there's a decision. What about the next second? And the next? And the next? And therefore, the reality of that the creation is being recreated every second. Nothing has a kiyam. Nothing deserves to exist. Nothing does exist. It's Hashem recreating it every time. And every time will feed in. That brings a concept of Ein Oile Miskayim. One would never see the world as something which lasts, which remains the same, which continues. Even if there is such a Tana, the Gemara Shachana brings a Shita one in Tanaim who holds that is a Din Adam Midon Bechol Rega. A person is judged every second. And there are going to Tifchanena. Now, that's the Mirus Adin. Except, like he said, no never can exist with that. No never can live with that reality. But every second, it doesn't exist and it has to be recreated. For the first simple reason is, no never will be able to do anything. If every second, it's a question of, am I going to exist in a second's time? And am I going to exist in a second's time? So then, to do anything which takes longer than that, is embarking on something I don't know if I'll ever be able to do. Because there's no guarantees about the next second or the second after the second after. And that's why Omar Bishita Femirusarachamim. And the Mirasarachamim is a second element. And the Mirasarachamim is that it's true that each second of existence has to be decided by Hashem. And Hashem is making that decision every single second that He wants to make in the Bria. But the Mirasar Racham gives us a perspective. And that is that if there's a reason why Hashem wanted there to be a Bria, whatever reason you're going to say, whether it's to allow us to earn Elam Abba, whether it's to cause a Kiddush Hashem, whether it's to keep the Torah, so that reason which determines that there should be an Elam Azeb and that there should be existence is going to have the same reason why it should be there in a few seconds time as well. So of course, on the one hand, every every time that there is uh, an, a continuation, the world exists another second and another one. There's a decision in Hashem's point to give that existence again and again. But on the other hand, it's not a din that really is some everything's brought into the qu- equation, and there's a real tzad, there's a real chashash that it won't be recreated the next second. The middle is that the reason Hashem brought things into existence. Well, that's what they're here to do, and therefore, they're going to. The, that's going to, so to speak, advocate that they should exist in the future too, to be able to continue to do what they needed to do. But the difference is with the person. So the first thing we see is that even though, once there is a midasarachamim, so to speak, people aren't awake to the dead. Once there is a midasarachamim, and therefore. People who are alive this second assume they'll be alive the next second or the second thereafter. But, and in a way that prevents us so to speak, focusing on that din, that's always the case. I'll be a minister din if a person didn't have error. He should be struck dead by lightning on the spot. He should be punished instantaneously. It's like when Miriam said, Ashton Horvath, Moshe, the words were barely out of her mouth and she had saras. And if Hashem would run the world like that, there would be no questions about the minister din. One can see it. It's immediate. There would no one have any doubt about it. But 
when, in order to give people the chance to do tshuva before they get punished. And because of that, Hashem makes the allowance that there's going to be rachamim. There's a possibility of rachamim. So that stops people seeing, so to speak, the oymekadeh. Because now a person can do an avera and they're not getting punished right away. Because Hashem is giving them a chance. And not only do people not see the din because they don't see immediate punishment, I always say another step also. And that is, they don't see the punishment ever. Because even if eventually the person does get punished, they're not going, they're not going to connect the punishment years later to that they done before. And therefore it's true. To an extent, the fact that there's a Mila Sarachamim, so to speak, distracts people from seeing the Mila Sadin. They can't see it. But that was Hashem's Cheshpun. That it's more important that there should be Rachamim, even if in some way, so to speak, blocks our clarity of the din. And the same thing over here. If there were only be din, then there would be a question every second. Is the world going to deserve to exist in another second? The fact that it's Rachamim, and therefore people rely on the fact that HaKadosh Baruch Hu created them, and they're here for a reason, and therefore it's likely they're going to be recreated again and again and again, every second, for the length of the time Hashem wants them to be here. So it's true that once there's that reality, people can't focus on the din the same way. We see things that seem to last, and some things that seem to last a very long time. That's why he says it's not Shum Nivra. To focus on the din of that nothing exists, bats and the whole time. Because Hashem wants us to work with Rachman. To give an example of this, we know that even on a physical level, for a person to remain alive, his heart needs to beat. Imagine a person had to think about every time he had to have the thought, I need my, I need my heart to beat, I need my heart to beat, I need my heart to beat. If it was something a person had to think about, then if that's the case, he would think nothing else. He would have to think the whole time, I need my heart to beat. And without that, I would die. And therefore, that's my fo- constant and only fo- focus the whole time. I would never be able to think of anything else. It's only because Hashem created the, the body in such a way that the heart does beat every second, but I don't need to think about it. That enables me to think about other things. It enables me to learn Torah. And it's the same you said over here. If a person had to come to reality with the medicine in the whole time, do you, deserve, do you deserve to exist another second? Do you deserve to exist another second? Then a person's entire mind, the Yemavadayla, would be made up with that question. It would be like Rosh Hashanah the entire time. And then the result would be, the person wouldn't be able to do anything else. Therefore, not embark on any project which takes longer than a second. Because he doesn't know what's going to be in a second, how he's going to do it. And therefore, for the Nivraim, HaKadosh Baruch creates the Muslim of Rachamim. That we see, if we're here, we assume we're going to stay here. If Hashem created us for a reason, then it seems like we're going to be here long enough to fulfill that. That's all the Minister Rachamim. But as Nivraim, we need to work with the Minister Rachamim, because that enables us to see ourselves as existing, and therefore see ourselves as able to do something. And this brings us to the last point. And that is not just a question of time. The fact that a never thinks, I can do, I have Bechira, I can learn, I can do mitzvahs, comes from the point, the starting point that I exist. I exist, I have das, and I can make decisions. Whereas if a person I don't really exist, 
I'm just, uh, so to speak, Kaddish Baruch Hu's, this second wants me to exist, but there's no guarantee for the future. And therefore, it's another one second she wants me to exist the whole time. Then there isn't the basis which gives the person the concept of themselves, which can then they can do something. They can have Bechiru with. Then a person would just, if one would see himself in that sense of, I'm, I'm the result of Akadosh Baruch Hu's want for me to exist this second, and that's all. And another second, Akadosh wants me to exist, I'll exist that second, that's all. Then that takes away the ability for a person to think of himself as something which can do, who can do, who can decide. And therefore the Minas Rachamim is that a person should see himself as something which exists, for the reason Hashem wants him to exist, and then he can work on achieving that. So you've seen two reasons why a nivra doesn't naturally, and you can say isn't meant to naturally, see himself as being recreated the whole time. See himself as having no cum ever, except for the fact that Hashem wants him to be right now. And he says, Because Hashem's chachma was that when he creates the world, it looks like it has Matthias, it has an existence. In a way, where the mind of a person is, is tired, is unable to think and focus the whole time, how its existence is always constantly being provided from Hashem every second. And the result of, therefore, that Hashem makes people not see the world that way. That they think that they do exist and they'll continue to exist, that can cause a problem. And therefore, to human eyes, it could wrongly appear to them that the world exists in some way on its own. Hashem is given existence. That's a mistake. Therefore, Kodesh Baruch enlightened us. Using the marshal of the Makam to explain to us that we should really understand. That even though that's the way we see the world, that it exists on its own, it doesn't really. It doesn't really. It only exists on a one-second basis, which Hashem is to keep, so to speak, renewing that rotten to keep it existing. And that's what we have to explain next time, as Hashem. The concept we can understand. The way we, while it's hard for a person to live with that concept, we can understand too. What we will explain next time, as Hashem, is the point he's talking about now. And that is why that makes it called the Makkum. Why the title will give Hashem to explain this point is Makkum. And therefore he says, even though we spoke about a place which holds a Kli, A Kli is standing on a shelf on a table, Even though here it's not a good marshal. Because like I said before, really the Kli exists. The table is just supporting it doesn't fall. And it's not the way it is in the world, which really doesn't exist. Without a place to hold it up, it would fall, it would smash, it wouldn't be there anymore. Even in a world which looks like something which exists on its own, in the dogmut of the clear on the table, who is Baruch was holding it up. It's not that Hashem wanted it to be a place for the world to exist. They were all disintegrated. And now we have to understand, and we will do, explain this in the next year, what's Nebuchadnezzar saying? He seems to be saying two things at the same time. 
He's saying it's true that we as people can't understand and don't relate to, can't live with the concept that HaKadosh Baruch is constantly recreating us. So at least we can see Hashem as the one who's always giving us life. Because that is something we see as being given on a constant basis, as that's something constant which needs to happen to maintain life. So then we can say that that's why if we're going to Medame, we're going to compare to Hashem, to something which is giving existence life to things which are really archaic, that we can see. But the reality is not like that. The reality is that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is making things exist every second. Not just giving them life or holding them up like a, a shelf or a table would hold up an object. And if that's the case, you have to understand what wants. Is the appellation Mokam just the way for us to relate to Hashem, which is wrong, but we're talking about relating to Hashem in the way people naturally think? Or is there a story deeper than that where the name Mokam is even the reference to HaKadosh Baruch Hu Based on the Matthias, he's not just providing the place or the support for things, but really he's providing their existence. I think we'll have to talk about it in the next year.